Hello and welcome back to the Storybook Podcast. This is episode 18 of season 2 and this is our final book club episode for The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald. This is Woo. chapter 9. Woo. Woo. Um, I am your host, as always, Graham, and with me today I have... I'm your other host, Lucius. Hi, I'm your other, other host, Katie. Hi, I'm your other, other, other host, Liv. Hi, I'm your other, 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 other host, Annie. And I am your other, 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 other host. I don't know if I did enough for this. No, you're right. You're right. Nice. Hello, everyone. Are you going to say your name? Yeah. Redacted. Oh, come on. That's got to be a new record. Forgot my name. Earliest swear. Oh, it's not that bad. Sorry, everyone. I think it's our best yet. Did you say your name yet? I haven't said it. Yeah. I haven't said it. I was your five times removed host, Alish. Nice. Five times removed sounds like you're my cousin. <laughs> your third host once removed. <laughs> Wait a minute. Maybe do maths. Oh, I don't know. I don't know maths. <laughs> Vital listener hard. context. We're in the middle of a heat wave, so this episode is going to be like this the whole time. It's so warm. <laughs> so Please. Hot. Yeah. I put an entire tray of ice in my drink. It's been 39 degrees. There's today. ASMR. Mm. Oh, yeah. Give us oh, a yeah. clink. I don't think we got that. Clink oh. up to the mic. Get in there. Mm. Oh, yeah, there it is. Crunchy. Crunchy. spike. This is a historical day. Historic. Yeah. A historic day. Yeah, because it hit 40 day. degrees. I don't want any more historical <laughs> No, I would like to live in precedent. Wait, it is historic because yes. historic is when something is important to history and historical is when it's about history. So it's a historic yeah. day because we broke the UK record for hottest day. That's bad. Yeah, yeah it's pretty bad. <laughs> good job, everyone. Woo! Woo! We did so good. Yeah, we did this. <laughs> I mean, we did. Personally. We really did do this. <laughs> I blame... The boomers. Anyway. Mm. Uh, <laughs> the summer of our lives so far. Mm. It's only yeah. getting hotter. Anyway, Gatsby. <laughs> Thank you, Homer Simpson reference. Um. <laughs> anyway, Gatsby's dead. Yes, he died Rest last in chapter, peace, bro. R.I.P. Yeah, but this chapter was it, so sad. It do be somber. He had the world's <laughs> worst funeral. Yeah. He really did. Yeah, at least his dad was proud of him. Yeah, his dad's a weird dude. I'm just gonna say, I like it. Henry Gatz. I like Nick's impression of him, where he's just like he's so excited, and I think, is he excited, or is he just showing an emotion you don't understand? Yeah, he's like, he's oh, just showing I'm of my son's death, and um, Nick's like, oh, this guy seems like he's going through some emotions. Don't know why that would be. <laughs> where he's like his unpunctual tears, and I was yeah. like, excuse me. <laughs> I, oh yes, I liked so that unpunctual. bit when he he said. I'm really proud of my son. He always used to improve himself all the time. I used to beat him. Yeah, just <laughs> drop yeah. that in. <laughs> yeah, that's... He told me to improve myself, and I said, hang up, hang on. No, nope. I don't think so. Don't talk back to me, child. <laughs> the uncomfortable fact that Gatsby, like modern modern day Gatsby, modern gay Gatsby. Oh yes, no. modern, Gatsby. modern day Gatsby would be one of those like alpha male guys. No, like, oh, I <laughs> wake no. up at six a.m. and he I literally 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> I literally <laughs> wrote in like the margins of my thing, like Joe Rogan 12 seconds. Big Jordan Peterson vibes. Jordan Peterson, that's the one. That's the right thing. Jordan actually exercises. The man sounds like Kermit and had to go Jordan Peterson doesn't exercise, he just eats red meat and dies. Yeah, you had to go to medically induced coma, like, slow. That's exercise, okay? It really takes it out of you. It was to get off benzos. I just want to say, as someone who obsessively schedules every single day, I thought he was the most relatable he's ever God, that's where you went with that. I really thought you were going to say, as someone who obsessively listens to the Joe Rogan podcast, I was like, Annie! Oh, no. Forcibly ejected from the show. Yeah, no, Graham would would kick you from the server. What's hilarious is everyone went alpha male and I've just got yes, bullet journal king. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what? Fair enough. The aesthetic. Yeah, it's it's more the actions that he's doing while he's like scheduling things because he's I like practice he's like, posture or something is in there. Practice read, read about posture. Electricity. Wait, practice posture for an hour. I'm sorry. <laughs> This is very inefficient because you can practice your posture whilst doing the other tasks, right? Mm. You can just no. sit up straight whilst you read about electricity. To be fair, was this not what lockdown was like? You're like, and then I guess I will practice my posture for an hour. Yeah, but I think he was allowed outside. <laughs> no. He's inside grinding, he can't go out. <laughs> <laughs> I really misinterpreted what you said there for a second. I was like, how old is he in this in this excerpt? Is <laughs> that allowed? Honestly, for me, it was more the fact that he wakes up and does dumbbell exercises for 15 minutes. <laughs> like, okay, American Psycho? I, I feel like we were robbed for Nick not telling us that Gatsby had an eight-pack. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. That's why they shot him in the pool, so we could, like, model it. <laughs> I'm going to sound really stupid, but I genuinely can't envision anyone in the 1920s using dumbbells. Why not? Have you not seen those, like, (laughs) cool, like, oldie-timey pictures of, like, strong men? They're all that different. That's different. Yeah, they're round. You know know what I think we were robbed of, actually? Go on. Patrick Bateman's morning routine, but with Gatsby. Oh my god. Can I just say? I would adore that. I'm sorry. Can, can <laughs> I just say that uh, Katie and I went to a drag night last week? Because um, I was performing in it. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Look at you guys. Uh, um, but also, while well, it was a movie themed night, so I dragged him there, but the girl that um, organised and hosted it did an American Psycho thing, and it was oh, one of the funniest things I've ever seen. So like, full. Full Patrick Maitman monologue with the like, I can do a thousand crunches a day now, and then blended it into Oops, I did it again. And was like, Oops, <laughs> I did another murder. It was, it was, oh my God. God. It was, it was so, so, good. so good. I need That's to work on my good. mixes now because it's made me like, there was quite a few queens that did like really good mixes, and I was like, damn, I gotta get it on this. Like, maybe I should have oh. just blended all the songs in Paddington together. You've done some mixing before though, haven't you? I you have. Yeah, I'm no, I'm not that bad at it. It's like, yeah but maybe for my next actually maybe not for my next one because the next one is like a club kids night so i'm not sure do a kids pop oh <laughs> do some uh do some aggressively 80s club mixes well yes. see what i was thinking is i was thinking of just doing don't you want me baby mm. um just for fun that is yes. true can you yeah, do the, the do working as a waitress version where they only say yeah. working as a waitress Cocktail bar. Cocktail, 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 cocktail bar. Bar, bar, bar. Yeah, that would be funny. 
Um, well, it's it's either I'm doing like a local legends thing where I can do whatever I want, or I'm doing a pub or club kids. So it's mm. like people that you see in the pub or in the club. Um, I have a question to to drift back towards a book. No, Gatsby. <laughs> if Gatsby had an eighties anthem, oh, oh. I'm, I'm gonna Turn pause it. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Annie, did you say Power of Love? I did say Power of Love. Mm. <gasps> Which yes. one? The one that's By in, who? The one that's in Back to the Future. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this track's for you. Yeah. This track's recently enough. Which, 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 someone else tell me which version it is. It's the man version, not the woman version. No, I mean, there's. There's the power of love by Huey Lewis in the news, or there's uh, the power of love by Frank Hollywood. Yeah, it's the first. No, no you know the... way more about power of love than the rest of us. Yeah. It'd be the Huey Lewis version. Uh, yeah, it won't be the Huey Lewis version. <laughs> oh, sorry, but good. Frankie goes to Hollywood. Uh, like That's so not good. straight culture. Whereas, yeah. Um, oh yeah, the uh, the the Back to the Future films are very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. they're, they're kind they're of like Ghostbusters for less annoying people. Hey, I love Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh my god, that's awful, I'm yes, sorry. And, and I've got some terrible news. No. <laughs> Ghostbusters are straight, you heard Assigned it here. straight at the podcast. Ghostbusters are straight. No! no. To be fair, right, I think, I think Annie gets away with having some straight interests because the way that she likes them is in the just the not straightest oh, way Oh, it's possible. the gayest way possible, yeah. yeah it's <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it's really something. I think that Ghostbusters is ridiculous enough that by... It's camp. It, it's yeah. camp. it looks around the, becomes camp. I think camp works if the the fans of something make it camp, whereas the fans of Ghostbusters no, are the opposite of camp. But you don't understand, Graham. Mm. I'm the fans. <laughs> no, but like by me liking it, when I You've like it, camp. it, it becomes okay. it becomes camp. Through you can be my the exception, view. but yeah. have you met other people who like Ghostbusters? No, because they're all insufferable. Yeah. <laughs> All of them. I watched Ghostbusters the other day. And let Hashtag me tell not you. all Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure if we have any fans that like Ghostbusters, I'm sure they're That's okay. to listen to us. You're allowed to like it's okay, Ghostbusters. I'm your representation. No, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's not for me, but I get it. I don't, but. Next, you'll be saying that Star Trek isn't allowed. Star Trek is definitely allowed. No, I know. I know. I will make it allowed. <laughs> Star Trek is like the the most allowed of all the star derivatives. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, star Wars. No, not, the place, not the place for this discussion. I think it is. Yeah. Should we talk about a book, maybe? Yes. <laughs> How about yes. the fact that Tom fed Wilson a bunch of information about the fact yeah, that he did. Tom was there with his fingers crossed behind his back, like, yeah, yeah, your wife was 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 having an affair with Gatsby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. like, yeah, do you want to borrow my gun? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's there's two bullets in it. Go, go it's wild. Like, I've just got a gun and I'm just going to pop it on the table. So like, hey, shoot on the lilo. It'd be really funny. <laughs> Are we saying Liv? I was just, I was just saying I hate Tom. Mm. He's very annoying. Oh, true. Correct. Yeah. Just worst vibes. Also, it really irritated me that he's like, Nick, I've suffered too. I cried a bit because my affair <laughs> partner got murdered. And I was like, wow. How difficult for you personally, Tom Buchanan. Oh, 
Oh, oh, the venom in his name, then. Good lord. <laughs> I don't like him very much at all. Do you think that he knows that Daisy killed Myrtle, or do you think Daisy told him that Gatsby killed Myrtle? Um, I think Daisy said that Gatsby did it. Yeah, Man. so do I. Yeah. 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 Because I don't think that would fuel him into getting Wilson to kill Gatsby because he's like, not only did you take my woman, you also killed my other woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shall not stand. Mm-hmm. Or Daisy told Tom that she did it and he just went, we're just blaming Gatsby. Yeah. Mm. I, I, The impression I got was that Tom genuinely thought it was Gatsby. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same. yeah. Just be funny if he was like, well, (laughs) (laughs) no witnesses if he's dead. (laughs) I do think, though, that if he did find out that it was Daisy, that is what he would have done. Yeah. Yeah. But I think she probably lied to him then. Yeah. 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 But Gatsby was dying either way. So, yeah. Tom's just like, excellent excuse. Now I don't have to do it. He's out the picture. I can take my wife and go be careless somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Go, yep. go away with luggage like five hours after a man's death. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. Retreat back into their money, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and he is absolutely cheating on Daisy again. Like the first yeah. time he gets, like mm-hmm. immediately. When he's like, oh, he's either buying, I think it was jewelry or something that could have been normal. Cufflinks. Yeah, it's like it's, he's either buying something for him or he's buying something for someone else mm-hmm. that we mm-hmm. probably imagine is not Daisy. I was like, Nick, can you just hang around and just tell us what he buys? I'm interested. Exactly. I need to know. Tell me the gossip, Nick. Come on. Nick had stuff to do, like talking about how much he liked Chicago for some reason. (laughs) And also talking about whining about Jordan. Oh my god, I love their breakup. Oh my god. He's like, damn it, I was half in love with her still, but sorry, and then I left. It's like, right, you? It was so it. weird. And he was like, oh, I actually, I'm engaged. And she was like, well, it's okay, because I'm kind of engaged too. And he's like, well, that can't possibly be true. <laughs> like, I will say, any man would marry her at the drop of a hat, but she yeah. clearly can't also be engaged. Ugh, silly Jordan. I'm like, Nick, you are not the most attractive or most desirable man in the universe. I can promise you she's probably already engaged again. Like, oh my God. Yeah. I don't know if she's actually engaged. But I feel like she definitely wanted a way to be like, I'm not interested in being with you. Mm-hmm. I don't think she mm. is engaged. I don't think I don't she think No, I think she just wanted an easy sort of go yeah. get away from me card. Yeah. Nick's yeah. such an incel. Oh my God. <laughs> I think it's so <laughs> weird though. Like, I think the bit where he talks about like, oh, I was like half in love with her and like really sorry or whatever he says is really weird because I'm like, you yeah. have not indicated that you're even a quarter in love well, not with even her. a bit. Yeah. You just kind of yeah. like her a bit. Yeah. You treated her quite like... badly, to be honest, Nick. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just a, like it's the end and he's like concluding his story and he's like, and me and Gatsby were best friends and I was in love with a woman <laughs> and then I had to go back to the Midwe- Midwest where people are real oh, and rip. we're all from the Midwest but we're stuck in the East. America mm-hmm. and you're like right okay <laughs> I just love that like throughout the book Nick's been like sometimes I look at Jordan and yeah that certainly is a woman and you're like okay Nick and then he's like and I was in love with her the whole time and I'm like you were not you I'm not saying he wasn't attracted to her but at any time he was yeah. describing her he was like and here's Daisy and she's woman, and there's Jordan oh <laughs> she's the most angular it's, woman you've oh, ever seen. So angular and top. Got sorry, so many right angles on her bones. And she's got shiny hair. 
Like, okay. Nick just really, really likes geometry and maths. And he's like, she's so angular. I love her. It's like, we've got circular lady and angular lady. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) All women are one or the other. (laughs) Is that not like... Is that not like the, oh God, what's it called? That whole thing where you're like a gammon or a dramatic gammon or a soft theatrical or whatever the frick. What? I don't want to be a dramatic oh, gammon. Yeah. Well, I- gammon, not gammon, <laughs> gammon. Gammon is in like a gammon, gammon crop. It means like boy. Oh, I thought you meant like the yeah. ham. No, not <laughs> a dramatic gammon. There's like a theatrical, I can't remember what like, the skinny one's called. I can only remember what the like less skinny ones are called because oh, I'm yeah. them. Dramatic um, gammon sounds like uh, one of those Tumblr auto-generated I'm sorry, I, no, a dramatic gammon is basically what's been happening with people in the UK in the past few days that deny climate change. Like, shut up. Saw an incredible gammon. video of a man in a bin who was not, he was just sitting in his bin full of water and very oh. aggy about it. It was very good. good. He was like, it's my bin enough. on my property. And I was like, okay. All right. It's still going to be nasty though, mate. Had someone asked him to leave the bin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and right. then he was like, come and square up then. Bloody hell. Watching it. Dramatic gammon. It's too hot to be fighting, actually. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's too hot to be doing yeah. anything. Yeah. I know. I'm going out tonight as well. It's a bit hot to do that and all. Oh, baby, no. Jackie preying with basically a Disarano and Coke that's like half and half because Tashi's been out. Sorry, Tashi's my sister. We're going wedding dress shopping tomorrow. Very exciting. Mm. So she's out with mates at the moment, but I'm not being funny. She's been drinking since about 3 p.m., so I've got to catch up somehow. Oh, very nice. I know. So if you do, you might have to be the responsible adult. No. I'm off tomorrow. I'm off work tomorrow. Exactly. And then... The fitting's only at, like, mid-morning, so I don't have to be up. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. But! Pers- <laughs> Personally, I'd be in bed till, like, 3pm at that point. Right, I have a concept. Okay. Go on. I think Hi. that Nick Carraway would be really, really good on Love Island. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking yes. of this whole chapter. Expand. Yes. Expand. Right. So I think just the way he talks about women, for one, where he's like, okay. oh, I don't like her. <laughs> Actually, I'm in love with her and I'm so sorry. And the way he puts like women into these two categories, but they're not like women I'm attracted to and women not attracted to. It's like, ugh, blondes and brunettes, but I'm only into brunettes. <laughs> um, he's just the roguest man in a relationship. And it's so funny. And I think he'd be great TV. That's true. And he lies all the time as well, which yeah. would be great for Love Island. He'd be there like doing a confessional thing. Do they have those? I don't know. Yes, and he'd, be, they do. he'd say the most, like, obviously everyone would know what he was saying had not happened, but he would be so convinced of it. I think he convinces himself. Yeah, he'd be in there like, I'm not fake. I'm the most honest man. I've oh, he would. Met. Oh my god. And then he'd be oh. out like scoring shit, and they would put it all together at their little movie night and be like, um, Nick, you, so you know how you kept saying that you're honest? The Nick um, supercut. All these times. <laughs> also, yeah, but also when he's like, I always it. liked Gatsby, and then it's just him for the whole like eight chapters acting like he doesn't like Gatsby, but yeah. saying that he does. <laughs> but like, imagine the full drama of right Nick coming into the villa. And you know, there's already he. I reckon he'd Gatsby's be Gatsby's mansion is the villa, obviously. Yes. <laughs> Gatsby's yes. mansion is the villa. I imagine that he'd be introduced around like the Casa Amor stage because you know we've already got some established couples in there. You know, we've got mm. Tom and Daisy having a side Gatsby flake. Then obviously we've got a photography man and his wife. They've been coupled up since day one. They are loyal together. They are like we're not seeing anyone else. And then sneaky little Nick gets in the picture, gets it off with photography man, and then his girlfriend's just like, oh yeah, I'm not actually that bothered. 
The New York apartment is Catherine. The New York Moore. apartment is Catherine Moore. Mm, that means because then obviously Tom would go to Catherine Moore. Tom, don't even get me started on how Tom Buchanan would be in Love Island. Oh, everyone would hate him. Guts for garters. People would just oh oh he'd get mobbed on the street if he ever dared to walk outside his house again. But minute he went to Catherine Moore, <laughs> women made statement everyone out the window. <laughs> Literally, his family would have to be making a post on Instagram being like, actually, Tom has ADHD, which means he is an abuser. <laughs> and it would be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh. my favorite Wait up, guys. This, this is what happened in this round of Love Island. I'm it just is. Saying. It's great. Oh, man. <laughs> Nick is the prime candidate because he spends more time talking to the men than the women as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. And he doesn't really like any of the women. But then he's like, I was half in love with her. Now my life mm-hmm. is ruined. And by the way, I was a bit engaged this whole summer. Okay, bye. America is hard. <laughs> and every, every like, all of the men in this actually do talk to the women, like, talk about the women, like, they're little tiny babies with no brains. And that is, you know, typical of the violence, to be perfect honest with you. But, yeah. oh, yes. Oh, no. This is yes. incredible, actually. I think we should get Nick monogamy as a slog caraway on the island. <laughs> <laughs> I think somebody should write this fan fiction. Yes. I think you should write this I'm fan fiction. Busy. Yes. <laughs> you can't, you, every, every episode you give me a task. I'm the only and one. You, you did the last one very well. I'll give you that. I'll, I'll have you know I wrote a chapter for a fan fiction in about 30 minutes today. Was Liv it the one that you posted out, like, earlier? Four chapters yeah. in one day. Oh week. my god! I, I wrote four chapters in one day, and then I wrote another chapter because I'm I'm a lot. I wrote like not quite smart, but suggestive scenes for the first time in my Hi. life, and I was like, okay, I'm a little nervy, a little nervy to post this chapter. By the way, this is the first time I've written fan fiction in literally ten years, and it's all Lucy's fault, actually. Um, you do send unhinged little things but so I, I i i wrote a procrastination chapter before the suggestive scenes and i, I <laughs> yeah. made it just lucius basically i was like well this is just for him it's look, look i don't care I love... about any other people it's just Lucy. i love them i know <laughs> although actually there's someone who's been commenting on like every chapter of the fic and they seem really nice and i'm just like oh hey I have to say that I was not expecting uh, Wolfsheim, uh, famous, uh, overly dramatised Jewish character. Yeah, Wolfsheim. His company name. Uh, his company's been called yeah. the Swastika Holding Company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I know this is the mid 1920s. Yeah. But, but unfortunate, very unfortunate choice. When I heard it. When did yeah. the Nazi party use, start using the Swastika, though? It was, it was just, mm. I read up on it. It was. Mm-hmm. Just being used, but it was not like widely popular. Popular. Mm. It was so America more of um. It. No, it was like I think more of a Hindu symbol at the time. Yeah. But I would. Yes, it is. Yeah, but it's the other way around. Roger, yeah. In a sense. Mm. yeah. Yeah. Why would he be using a, a Hindu symbol? It's like for luck and wealth. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, oh. yeah it's, like it makes sense. Um, it makes sense in retrospect. Yeah. It's a bit. Yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> also. You know, the weird thing is, is that it still feels anti-Semitic, but in a different way. Yes. Yeah. That's because it's just like the, the description of Wolfsheim and also his secretary, wife, I'm the sure. lady who is with him. Yes. Um, yes. Their descriptions are really anti-Semitic. Why was his mm-hmm. nose hair trembling with emotion? That was a bit I... 
Because of anti-Semitism. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you drawing that much attention to his nose? (laughs) (laughs) I wonder why. It's a stereotype. Yeah, Yeah, the reference section in the back of my book has a little note on it. It just says, history has not treated this reference particularly kindly. And I'm like, so (laughs) true. That's such like a, a nice way of putting the fact that, like, millions of people were murdered mm, very uh, just gloss over that one i really yeah I, I i get that they were trying to be a bit sort of uh let's just move on from this kind of about it but uh, yeah there's no good way to handle it really. no it's true yeah it's, it's not his it'd be anachronistic to actually go into it in any detail because obviously from what you've said it's not historically it doesn't mm. line up but also no. that is immediately what most people certainly in the west's perception of the word swastika is right it's mm. the nazi party so yeah uh, well you know maybe weird, maybe the iron cross holdings limited was a bit too subtle for <laughs> scotch <laughs> <pitch show. laughs> the 1488 <laughs> holdings company oh crikey anyway mm. i did like the um Wolfsheim, like added on the bottom of his little note let me know about the funeral, etc. Do not know his family at all. <laughs> Great. It's like, well, fair enough. You were doing crimes together. It makes sense that you don't know his family. Yeah. I also like to yeah. note that um, Gatsby ate four dollars worth of food. Now yes, I look this up. How much actually is that? Four dollars in nineteen twenty is worth fifty-four dollars now. Oh, which is quite oh a wow! Lot. That's if you imagine quite you went to like, food. I imagine a probably a mid-level restaurant, right? Like Bit a of a moment. I, I don't know if we'll see <laughs> like a low, sort of a really low cost place if he's trying to show off. If he did, it's <gasps> extra impressive. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. still, $54 worth of food is got to be like, what, £30 worth of food? Mm. I think it's oh, probably well, a bit more than yeah, that. Probably like 40 now, or something. But... Yeah, true. The exchange mm-hmm. rates are crazy. But... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can we also talk about how the fact that Wolfsheim is like, and he was wearing his army uniform, which is the only clothes he could have, and he just couldn't afford to wear it. Which was the start of the time. My conspiracy (laughs) theory. I got an onion to my belt. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Do we actually know if he was in the army confirmed? I'm pretty sure. I think he was. I think that's the one thing we're sure of. Because I was like not sure, and I was like, has he just stolen some I think Katie said several episodes ago, oh. That's not confirmed, and uh, that has skewed your perspective, but it's consistent uh, with all the different stories. Yeah, the, the army yeah. stuff is pretty true. Because um, I was like, like oh, he did, he, stuff. Yeah, did he just steal some uniform and was like, this go. Or Alternatively, he was in the army and just wears it all the time because he knows that people respect it more. Like, he probably did mm-hmm. have some clothes. I think even he though just had no other clothes. See, I... I believe that he's poor. I just don't believe that he has no other clothes. I just think that I mean, more people... If you've been demobilised and you've not gone home, um, mm. you've just come out of the army where you've been wearing your army uniform mm. the whole time, chances mm. are you might have like one change of clothes, tops. Mm. Um, to be fair, also from what his dad said, he essentially ran away from home. Yeah. He did, I don't yeah. think he went, yeah. went back ever after the army. Is Dan Cody's portrait just some guy that he has? Is Dan <laughs> yeah. Cody real? Just some dude he thought looked cool. I don't know. I feel like the Dan then, Cody bit has, is real. Where is he in the timeline if then he, like... I think it was just before, but, wasn't it? 
Isn't Walshin just after the army? He was, like, yeah. When just he's like, this when guy he was taught me a name. I think they said. Guys, guys, I have, I have, uh, I have a, a, a theory. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. What if, for like, let's say, I feel like you could get away with this for up to two years just after the war. What if Gatsby was just putting on his uniform, rolling around in some dirt, and then going up to a kindly listening gentleman and being like, please, I was in the war. I ran away from home. I don't even know how to have another stitch of clothes from nobody. Please, may I have some food? And people were just buying him dinner. What if Gatsby was just a con man? That's what I was saying. It's possible. Like, I'm not saying he wasn't in the army. I'm just saying that, like, maybe he just, you know, rolled in dirt. Or just uh, moved around a lot after he came out of the war. Yeah, because you're you're right. Actually, that I don't know where Cody fits in the timeline. Because I thought he was after the army. Pretty but... sure they say in the backstory section of the Dan Cody bit that it was when Gatsby was seventeen, and the war wasn't oh, so that pre-army. long ago. Like the war was like a couple it's, years. He's twenty, late twenty thirty-two, I think. Cody is like after the war though, because. Gatsby was mm. in the war because he was poor, and then he got out and yeah. then met Dan Cody, and then inherited no, no, his, like start. He didn't money. inherit the money. That's the thing. He this makes sense. But he was actually. meant to. He was meant to, but he didn't because uh, Dan Cody's wife managed to wrangle some way of getting all the money instead. So actually, mm. he's because I was thinking initially, oh, he's got rich twice. It doesn't add up. He didn't get rich mm. from the Dan Cody thing. So mm-hmm. it, it does make sense if it's pre-army. Uh, there was a very odd line about Dan Cody in this thing, though. Uh, something about I can't remember what it was. His portrait looking uh, violent. Yeah, yeah, the violence or something in, in implied with the portrait. Well, wasn't it um, like he was an aggressive drunk or something? Mm, yeah, it's like oh, he has this portrait of this like father figure who, like in all you know, uh, all cases, like wasn't a good father figure. He was like pretty mm-hmm. aggressive. Um, right. So the fact mm-hmm. that I think it maybe it was reflective of the fact that like Gatsby has so few actual connections with people that yeah. this is one that he's like hanging on to even though it like wasn't good. Maybe. Yeah, mm. that makes sense. Um, Definitely. You know, I mean, he's not seen his own father for. I think he visited him a couple of years ago. Two years ago, I but think. he's not seen him much yeah. for since he was seventeen. And then he, there's this guy who. We sort of are hearing as probably, I guess, physically abusive. I'm not sure what we're supposed to imply mm. from that. Uh, and then there's people like Wartime who have basically used him as the face of a scheme. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not quite sure where he falls in that scheme, like how much control over the scheme he has, because it seems that he's more well off than Wartime is, but it's not his idea in the first place. Like, Wartime in. I think tries to imply to Nick whether this is for his own gratification or not that he was using Gatsby as like the face, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then Gatsby is the one who's done so well out of it, so uh, and seems to be taking all the phone calls. I guess because Gatsby owns all the drugstores. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Or Gatsby just actually spends his money, and Wolfshine just doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, maybe. And, and all, that, oh my god, it's another stereotype, isn't it? Yeah, it really. It's, is, the, it's the penny it? pinching thing. Uh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> surprise, surprise. surprise 20s, actually, it's responsible saving and investing. Mm. Yeah, but the 20s was like the fun bit. <laughs> yeah, saving the 30s, guys. Come on. <laughs> I think that all of Gatsby's like wealth things as well are just very 
showy yeah. but there's like yeah obviously the house and stuff is expensive but like it's not like books. he has really good quality stuff it's just like he has mm. all of this stuff but it's all like the equivalent of like he went to tiger and bought a bunch of stuff so, <laughs> talking about the books and also talking about gatsby's connection with people can we give it up for the guy with the glasses yes the owl man, my boy yeah. owl man. the man of the hour cometh the funeral cometh the man told uh, you guys he was my favorite i love owl love eyes owl. My it's main man. Really. I think my absolute boy. Can I get a hoot hoot? <laughs> my my theory. <laughs> my theory is um because to my knowledge that he's the only character that they like really focus on the fact that he wears glasses. I think he's yeah. representative of the Eckelberg guy. I think he's God's yes. eyes. Yeah. Yeah. He's just always there. Like he's yeah. always observing. The whole thing That's was like how could he suddenly have known when the funeral was? The details went public, and yet here he is. <laughs> He is watching. He's a stalker, Annie. That's <laughs> what you're trying to say. No, yeah, I was going to say he it. like fits like the guard, secret guardian angel type. Mm. Oh my thing. god! I don't know. I think just no, the guy who floats around. Shot. You can't have a secret guardian angel that then comes to your funeral. That just makes them a crap guardian it's angel. Respectful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, no, I think he's just um, a bit of a sort of upper society drifter. I don't mm. actually think he's an angel, but like yeah, yeah. It, representative of. Yeah. But I think yeah. that's yeah. the comment is that like the only people who were ever there for Gatsby are the people who were just sort of drifting about, going to parties and stuff, and like he he was the place for the party. And I mm. guess I just it's one of those things that like made me the ending actually really made me very sad. Yeah. Um, because it was kind of mm. talking about how like no one had come to Gatsby's funeral and like no one actually really cared about him. Mm. And then it was just kind of the ending bit where he was like, I wonder when Gatsby first saw the green light and was like, Oh, me and Daisy are gonna be together. I don't know why I'm getting emotional about that. It was I just a think really it's emotional so, ending. So sad because like I think honestly, that is like one of I will say I'm gonna get existential. I'm gonna i I'm gonna pace this over humanity, but I think that kind of thing is a lot of people's like biggest fears that they're like, you know, they can be in a room full of people, but they're so desperately lonely. And the fact that like they don't actually have any true connection with anyone mm. and no one's coming to their funeral. Like, not even Daisy comes back to the funeral. Mm. And I'm like, I'm not being funny, but I thought Daisy liked Gatsby more than that. I didn't think that it was like a passing fancy. Apparently, I was wrong. And like, oh. and then you just sat there, and you just sat there, and I was just thinking of Gatsby sat out with like, you know, looking across the lake, looking at the green light, and just hoping that one day the woman he loves will love him back enough to come across the lake. And it's just like, oh, ow. I know we came to his funeral, and that's so sad. Oh my god! But would you say that he, in some weird way, also got what he wanted? Because people are still turning up to his house. People are still uh, talking about mm, him. Like, I know, I know. Are they still well, talking they are. about him? Are they no, still there showing was only up? One person no one showed, showed up. up. Yeah. There was a guy. There was a car that showed up. Like people, a cage. Okay, he's he never wanted the fame, Ooh, Gatsby, right? the party man. It's no. now like, oh, Gatsby, the man that was murdered horribly, and now we think his house is haunted. Like but that's not. I also think he only ever ran the parties in the hope that Daisy would turn yeah. up. And yeah, I yeah. think from that's something he says, and I know we take it all with a grain of salt, but I think. For, of all the things that Gatsby has said, that tracks most with his general motivations is that he was throwing these parties in the hope that she would turn up mm, one day. Yeah. And he's never wanted to be this sort of, I think he wanted the fame and the money in, in the sense that it would get him Daisy, but he doesn't care about it outside of that. So the fact that she didn't turn up 
to him that would be the only thing that mattered mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i like the secondary to like her showing up and like coming to the parties he also wants to be perceived by daisy as this fun party uh, man who uh, goes to parties mm. in a gorgeous yeah. house so it's, it's all just set dressing to him you know what i mean yeah like, he is worthy fairly or unfairly like yeah. you wish that daisy would show up because you like think this connection is big and stuff but also like it's kind of his projection of what he wants Daisy to be. It's not really yeah. about her at all. Like, so it, it's very sad, but also like, eh, I'm not surprised by Daisy no, not showing up. It's not that I'm like, it's not that I'm no, not surprised. Not you, I mean, in general, I mean, Gatsby like, being surprised. I don't know. It's so desperately sad. It's very, very sad. And then I the like depression, like every the time great I depression it. is like literally just around the corner. I'm like, God, no one's lives are getting any better for a while. And then it's also the American the dream. War. Shattered. Now Gatsby is dead. So, in the interests of this being the final chapter, mm. uh, oh. I'm, I'm curious as to what everyone thought. We tend to sort of speak week on week about things that have happened each chapter, but I'm curious as to what everyone's thoughts on the book overall. So, I thought maybe if we just sort of went loosely in order of introduction from earlier, because that's something mm. we have in our brain, mm. but uh, feel free to jump around as we go. Lucius, what was your impression? Um, of the Great Gatsby. I mean, I I studied it at A level. Yeah, um, but did it really so, vitalize it? Reading it with other people as an older person, or uh, y- yes, it did. Um, I have slightly more developed opinions on Tom. I hate him more now. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, but also when I when I first read it, I was kind of indifferent to Nick because I just thought of him as just the narrator. Cool. Uh, and also I'd watched the film before I read the book as well. Um, so I was kind of just like, oh yeah, that's that's Nick. He's like the narrator. I didn't really think of him as like the main character or anything because that's kind of Gatsby in my mind. Mm. Um, but now I have like opinions on Nick as a character. Um, he's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the, I think it's a lot more like, you know, it's a lot cooler talking about it with like friends rather than like writing multiple essays on it and being like, ah, yes, the American dream. The Sorry, I'm studying yeah. it at the moment. It's, um, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot to study. What about you, Baker? I mean, you're a uh, Gatsby Stan. A Gatsby Stan. We know this. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I've really liked rereading it. I like Gatsby as a character way more this time around than when I first read it because when I first read it I was like well this is all Nick's weird perception of this man that died and yeah. like that is true but I also like like in I like reading this book a lot more once I've read the book it's like a book that's very good for rereading because obviously mm-hmm. not even foreshadowing but like there's a lot of like oh right I see why he was lying here and like everything like that so it's yeah. a lot it's a lot of fun to reread I like it and I like Gatsby a lot more I like his like infinite capacity for hope even if it is misplaced a lot of the time i think there's a lot of problems with him and where he places the hope and how he romanticizes people but i think it's also kind of nice because i was going to ask when you said that uh do you not see that as a character flaw more than anything else um the fact that he has this sort of unending admiration and idea that daisy will come back to him in the end i think it is entirely misplaced what he has chosen to channel all of his hopes into like into a fallible human person but i think the concept of someone like hoping especially you know in the climate then and our climate now where things are bad and there is a lot to a lot not a lot to like 
hold on to. I think it's quite nice to see this character, even though I think it is misplaced to see this person that is like, right, well, I'm very driven because I believe in this thing. And I think he was wrong and flawed where he put that belief, but I think the belief in itself is kind of a nice thing. Do you see it as romantic in any sense, or do you think it's purely like an aspirational thing for Gatsby, where he wants the life that being with Daisy makes it look like he's achieved? I think it's aspirational, especially if you look at like the, here, I'm going to do this at 6am, this at 7am, his whole schedule, he's like, right, and then I will achieve, and then I, and everything, and then I think as he's got older, and like, he obviously is kind of a romantic person, but it's really not about her at all, like, she's just some girl that he spent a summer with, and Mm. then he fixated on for the rest of his life, which is a shame, because like, Daisy sucks, but I like her, like, I think. Yeah, I don't hate her, I can never bring myself to dislike her fully, I think she makes a lot of poor decisions and yeah uh you can see why she makes them but you also think you could have done better definitely i think the like mm. the final quote about her in this book the like the tom and daisy were careless people and they yeah. retreated back into their money just kind of sums up their whole thing where you're like and we shouldn't really have expected any more from them maybe that's our fault for expecting I mean, that she yeah. would be any better than she was because she has told you who she is the whole time she has these obviously like problems that have gone in her life where her life's never been what she thought it would be or wanted it to be but also yeah. she does have this huge safety net where she can kind she can roll with it the sort of the expectation yeah. of her and sort of just coast along a little bit and drop yeah. people off um flash yeah. up them creatures and things she's not in the same jeopardy that someone like myrtle was for example you know exactly yeah, yeah. what about you Liv? i mean you read some of the book before and then dropped it yeah. Did, you, did you come back around more this time? Uh, I definitely enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. Like, I will say the greatest hurdle to reading The Great Gatsby is getting through the first chapter. Like, yeah. And I stand by that. I don't think the first chapter is very good at all. Sure. Um, I'll, you know, I'll be disappointing my mum because my mum absolutely hates The Great Gatsby. <laughs> but basically for the same reason that I did. Like, she found the first chapter really boring and couldn't get through it. So there we go. So what changes for you from the first chapter after that? It's more dramatic, Graham. There's mm. drama, there's intrigue, there's people learning on each other. I like it. I like the relationship drama. I'm like, ooh, what's going to happen next? And then there's a murder, and it's great. Um, also, the language gets more like fun, because the first chapter is just Nick's internal monologue, right? You don't get really that much introduction to other characters. By chapter two onwards, I'm just imagining everyone talking in fun little transatlantic radio host accents. Would you like to do a demonstration of this for us? Yay! I get to do my thing! Thank you, Graham. <laughs> Graham's in because I really like doing this because I think it's really funny. I'm going to... Uh, hi, my name's Liv. Um, I'm going to read for that man what calls Nick when he's in Catsby's house. <laughs> <laughs> Young Park's in trouble. They picked him up when he landed, landed the bonds over the counter. They got a circular from New York giving him the numbers and just five minutes before. What to know about that, eh? You can never turn this hick town. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Uh, but especially Myrtle I just I don't know I just feel like okay this is gonna sound really bad the reason why I like it a lot more is that we get introduced to characters that aren't Nick um because he's boring so you still don't like Nick even after now I've never liked Nick I don't think the reason why I don't like Nick Mm. is that because I think he is incredibly duplicitous I think that he isn't truthful with every anyone but the main person he's not truthful with is himself and i think that's a very sad way to live yeah he's very self-deluding in a way and also like his whole little worldview depends on people telling him things to his face and him going well that can't be true and it's like okay 
what are you? Every boy I met in university. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Just to point out for fun, you did meet Graham in university. <laughs> and the <laughs> stands. You've seen, you've seen <laughs> Graham when I try and tell him things. <laughs> but are you sure? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Annie, yes. you are a bit of a Gatsby fan. I'm imagining from the fact that you're drafting a whole uh, re- What's the word? Not resetted. What is the word I'm looking for? Retelling. Retelling. A a textual intervention, if you will. Oh, a textual intervention. (laughs) Based on that one class I took in uni. Yeah. Um, So has your idea of the book sort of developed over time from that experience and from a couple of rereadings and stuff like that too? Yeah, definitely. I think um, because I've been... With the Great Gatsby since 2018, really was when we started working on this. Thank you, Thanks thank you. <laughs> yes, it's been a long engagement. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> well, it's too fitting. Yeah, no. So we we did take a two year break in that gap because of you know lockdown. Um, yeah, life happens. Yeah, yeah. Even though I've been kind of I've been looking at Gatsby for that long, like. I actually haven't read the book in ages, so it's been really good to like go back to it in that sense. Um, mm. I think my ideas of it through this rereading that we've done have actually been like more cemented. Um, right. Which in is what way? Obviously, that my view of it is about um, the whole idea of like glamour versus substance, about people putting out on these appearances, um, but they're like hollow empty but like the idea that nobody is immune to this even the people who think they're immune to it are not remotely immune to it so everyone is taken in either you're doing it yourself or like nick you become like cynical to a fault sure um so yeah and i i think that's a lot of that has just been confirmed i guess in in this re re reading of it so do you see nick as an inherently cynical character then I think so, yeah. I think that um, he kind of was a bit at a loose end at the start of the book because he, you know, he came out of the war and then went, I don't know what to do with myself. I guess I'll do this because that's what everyone Mm. else is doing. And then surrounded himself with these people that he just doesn't like, but was like, these are my best friends and I despise them all, but they're my best friends. So I think you kind of (laughs) would inherently become cynical because of that you'd end up like viewing humanity through this really weird lens it's odd because i've always seen nick as more of a kind of blank slate kind of character you know where he sort of someone tells him something and he'll take that on for a chapter or Mm. so and then the next chapter someone tells him something else and he's like oh well that also makes sense i guess anyway on to the next thing um yeah and i know he has he he sort of puts out the cynicism where he thinks i am the only honest person in the world but really he just he's kind of just rolling with it the entire time so maybe that goes the same way then where he is also putting on this front of appearing one way but in reality he's mm. you know not that that's pretty smart mm. you've got me there yeah. you've done the old switcheroo hey. uno reverse card <laughs> no reverse card um yeah no i I think, I think Nick has more depth than people give him credit for, but he hides it well. Deliberately, or...? I don't think he's aware of what he's doing at any given point. Okay. Yeah, he's not aware of the energy that he puts out into the world. <laughs> Maybe he should be. He should be, Maybe yeah. he should be more wary of what he's doing. <laughs> he, he said he's like, ugh, all of these people, so shallow, so hollow. 
Not like me. Not like me. But also, what are you guys up to? I'm not doing anything. Please, can I come around to your party? <laughs> Notice me get. Is Nick Caraway a little bit of a, can I have a hug, guy? Uh, no, he no, I don't is. think he likes people enough to do that. Yeah, but he has the vibes of one. I think he, I think he could become He's more like, yeah. can I have an intellectual conversation too? <laughs> oh, wait, sorry. Where's my intellectual conversation? <laughs> yeah, That's what yeah. It is. He's never engaged me in deep conversations. Like, where's my I have so much to offer. <laughs> I would like... I don't think at any point they've mentioned in this book Nick having a single hobby. So no, what does he do? He doesn't. Apart from vice nothing. Docks, uh... Nothing. He goes to people's houses and he sits. He does there. the bonds business. He looks I mean, he has a job. Apparently, I actually think all of these main characters are pretty boring. Like Gatsby has weird obsession with a girl he he went out with once. Mm-hmm. Nick has he's a criminal obsession with Gatsby. I guess Daisy has. A child who she never sees. Uh, Tom has racism. Uh, yeah. Jordan is the only cool one because she does golf all the time, yeah. which I guess that counts as a hobby. And ad- tennis. And t- sorry, is it tennis not golf? I am- she does golf and tennis. When, well, there you go. When Nick gets, breaks up with her, she's about to go play golf. Of course she is. Multi-talented. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like none of these people. I don't. Know if this is a reflection on the the way the book is written or the characters. Uh, are we giving like? Mr. Scotty Fitzgerald, some benefit of the doubt here, but like none of these people have lives outside of interacting with other people. I fully think that was the intention. That's my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like it, to be honest. Okay. Interesting. Ailish, how have you found The Great Gatsby? An open question. (laughs) (laughs) So. I've really struggled at the beginning, actually, because I I really liked I enjoyed like reading mm. it and talking about it, but I struggled with where it was going because I had I'd never read it. I I genuinely did not know the plot, and this is funny because I went to uni to do English literature, so I <laughs> knew people were like capitalism, the green light, but I had like no idea of the context mm. of it all. So I really struggled finding that in the book until the last few chapters and then I was like ah it all makes sense which is why I think it sort of resonates with what everyone's saying about it really stands up to a reread as in it doesn't come together until the very end so none of the themes kind of play out till you get to the end or I well I think that's that kind of sounds like what I'm saying but I think when you reread it you'll see it right I think I was like struggling with it I was it was like fun but you sort of and they are all there all the themes are there I'm not Mm. saying that it's all filler until the last few chapters but I really sort of struggled to follow where it was going I was just having fun with it um and then the last few chapters made it really more even more fun and I was sort of like ah all of this makes sense now and you sort of pick up the threads so that was really good. And then <laughs> the last the last little paragraph I really bristled against. Really? Because really, yeah. it's a very famous Ooh. closing line. It's one of those sort of Ooh. like best closing lines in literature kind of things. So what about it Is bristled it? you? I, I personally I'm ambivalent on it too. So I'm curious to know yeah. what your thoughts are. So I really I was like amping up because the bit where he's like and it eludes them but no matter tomorrow we will run faster and stretch out our arms farther I was like yes yes let's go let's run faster let's stretch and then it was like 
and now we're all ships against the current and we're always getting pushed backwards and I'm like oh for god's sake (laughs) and I know what it means in the context of the book and I know it's about Gatsby always turning back to something that was in the past and always looking for something that wasn't there yeah but Mm. it really just and I know the whole point of the book is 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 the kind of internal like bleakness of like the American dream and capitalism and stuff, but I just hate it. Yeah. It would be very <laughs> funny if it ended on a hopeful note after all that. <laughs> like, anyway, like, I'm, tomorrow, I'm going out for ice cream. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Anyway, all the way to the moon, lads, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I just I like what Casey was saying. I like that Gatsby's hopeful. And right. again, it it is very annoying that sort of Daisy is this sort of like prototype manic pixie dream girl without all the interesting bits. Yeah. But like, I just, I don't know if it's just because who I am as a person, but I like hope. And don't get me wrong, um, I don't think that every single book should have a happy ending. And that's not what I'm saying. It's just, I did bristle at it. Uh, it's very nice and it's a very pretty sentiment. I, I like the way it's written. I just bristled. <laughs> mm. Mm. He died, but then next takeaway was things are good. That would be very good. <laughs> things are great. <laughs> got broken up with, my best friend died, and my other best friend's gone missing. But it's great, actually. <laughs> we move. It's like, I always felt like Nick wants to tell you that he cares about everyone, but he doesn't really. Mm. So I like, agree. Yeah. Yeah. It, it wouldn't be that rogue of him to be like, ah, but we move on to new people. Mm. <laughs> I know it would be rogue of the book, but it wouldn't be rogue of Nick. It's what he's done so far, though, yeah. isn't it? I mean, his previous engagement, uh, moving mm. across the whole country, and the way he kind of, he does kind of drop Daisy and Tom, and I know he never, he says he never really liked Tom. I don't think he ever had any proper dislike of Tom prior to the whole Gatsby thing. Mm. Though. I think, I think he was friends. just like, this guy's a bit odd, but he's fine and I will stay connected to him. Um, I, I do feel like Nick has never really com- committed to his opinions on someone before. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So you, you're on a roll there. So our magnanimous host, what are your thoughts on Gatsby? I mean... Mm. <laughs> I also have a similar thoughts to Eilish about the ending, where I'm not entirely sure if all of the book earns the ending sentiment that it has. Mm. It has this message about uh, people sort of constantly trying to get back to the past. And I think it's trying to ride on the, obviously, the Gatsby and Daisy story for this. But... I don't know if necessarily all of Gatsby's story is about trying to get back to the... Obviously, he's trying to get back to this idea of Daisy that he has from his past. But he's also a representative of this, of this kind of uh, up-and-coming man who's playing the financial system. And I know this is pre-financial crash, so we can't really bring that in here. Uh, I, I don't think everything about his character is retrospective. Because he's not this kind of old money character that some of the other ones are. Like, if it was a, a Tom kind of mm. character saying, Oh, and I should have ended up with this girl, then I would kind of, I'd be like, Yeah, you're looking backwards into the past. I don't think that's necessarily who Gatsby is. I don't know if it's who Nick is either. I, I just felt that it was a very florid ending to a book which has a lot of themes that it keeps bringing up very pointedly and doesn't necessarily know where it's going with at all times and then it revisits them two chapters later and you're like okay yeah we're still here uh 
Uh, I will say, though, it's my second time reading it. And the first time I read it, I did not enjoy the book at all. Uh, mm. I was about, I think, 17, 16, 17, 16 at the time. Mm. I had a very long train journey. So I thought, I'll knock out this very short book. And I did. And I read it all in one sitting, pretty much. And I don't think that helps. <laughs> My main takeaway was I don't like any of these characters. And this book kind of just wandered around some people doing some very annoying stuff for a while. Yeah, but that's the point. And it, it, in rereading it, it is that is the point. And I got a lot more out of it, I think, from going through week by week and most books I think you get more out of by talking with other people about them. Mm-hmm. Mm. Definitely. I was going to say, do you think that it changed the way you read it, that you were reading it out to everybody? Because I was listening to the chapters and there's some times where you change your intonation and I was like, oh, that's that's so fun that he's chose to re- read it that way. So I was wondering if it changed the way that you read the book. I mean, I agree that, there, that it does make you pace yourself better when reading out loud. So I think... Reading it out does also make you think, how am I going to read this sentence? So you read it and you think, what is the point of reading the sentence in a certain way? Why should I stress things? Why should I choose make a rhythmic choice here? And it does make you think, why has the author made a rhythmic choice? And there's some in this book that I think, why have you done this? But generally, it does make <laughs> you um, at least experience that more than you would otherwise, whether you like it or not. Yeah. So I would say, yes, it, it did make it more of a rewarding experience for me. Well, it was very helpful to hear you read all the chapters. Mm-hmm. So big thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody say thank you, Graham, for reading the chapters. Thank you, Graham. You don't have to, I mean, I know for a fact that a lot of you read them by yourselves because that is also preferable for you. And I think that just shows that there are many different ways to read a book. And that is good. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And next... I am a big audiobook fan. Mm-hmm. Speaking... Yes, go on. Did someone say next? Oh. <laughs> Uh, so, so, so next we're going to do like the most upbeat, cheerful book we can find, right? No. <laughs> we have two slightly depressing yeah. books, haven't we? No, we're going to go straight back to Gothic. We're just going to do Dorian Gray, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to flip between the two books forever. <laughs> I mean, this is something we'll be discussing in the next few mm-hmm. weeks, so we're going to take a short break from recording for a while. No. But if anyone yes. has any suggestions they would like to tender... Uh, for books that you might like us to read and talk about do speak to us via twitter at storybrookpod we can be found there and indeed elsewhere but that's our only official outlet (laughs) you'll have to find the rest but yeah i mean otherwise i hope everyone else has enjoyed reading The Great Gatsby with us as much as I've enjoyed it and it seems like the cast have generally enjoyed as well. I'm kind of going to miss it I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A weird way. Really? Yeah. 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 That's nice mm-hmm. to hear. <laughs> what about it will he miss? Um, just making fun of the characters with you guys yeah. I think is the main thing. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Excellent. Just coming on being like, it's cathartic. Well, let's roast them, let's go. <laughs> One chapter of roasting and start. <laughs> I forgot to tweet my you quiz about the characters do so I'll do that oh, this well, week and roast the characters more. <laughs> So take my quiz that Excellent. I made. Yes. Yes. All of which are available again linked through that same Twitter account at Storybrook Pod. You can find us there. Uh, so we'll see you shortly. Don't know how shortly. We've yet to work that out. In the meantime, goodbye yep. from me. <laughs> Bye. 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 Else <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. And we'll see you soon. Goodbye, everybody.